You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, while at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and all the quality you expect, like no high-fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hello, friends, and thanks for downloading another weekly episode of the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author based in Austin, Texas, who's been producing this show since 2008. And I'm really glad to have you here today. Before we get started, I've got a quick request. If you're enjoying the show, but you have not submitted a quick five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to do that. Your feedback is very important to me and everyone over at the Quick and Dirty Tips team. I read every single review, but more than that, your reviews tell new listeners what to expect from the show. And the more ratings and reviews we have, the more we get featured so the more people can find us, join the Money Girl community, and ultimately live richer lives. So thank you in advance for that. Today's topic comes from a reader who asks a very simple and heartfelt question about investing. And I wanted to bring it to you because I think you can probably relate to it. I know many people who are a little gun shy about investing, or maybe they've even gotten started investing but aren't sure what path to take. So what we're going to cover today is the answer to his question, and I'm going to kind of frame it in a five-point checklist for you to go through and think about for yourself. So the reader who sent the question in is Marquis, and Marquis says, if I had $10,000 that I was willing to risk on buying one stock, such as Netflix, which has been going up lately, and then quickly selling it to make money, would that be absolutely stupid or just risky? Thanks for your question, Marquis. I don't know if I would call any financial move stupid. I I think there are some that should be prioritized above others. So what we're going to talk about today is a right way to think about investing money. And investing certainly involves some amount of risk. And that means you could lose some of your money or all of your money. But I will say that stock picking, you know, trying to invest in just one stock based on a recent trend is extremely risky compared to investing in what we call a diversified portfolio. And what that means is it could be one fund or multiple funds that are made up of hundreds or thousands of individual stocks, and that spreads out your risk. So before you're tempted to roll the dice with a windfall that you might be getting or any amount of extra money that you have for quick profit, 
This show is going to be how to consider how it could be used to improve your current and your future financial security instead. So in this podcast, I'm going to cover a five-point checklist to know if your financial foundation is strong enough to make a risky investment and why investing for the long term is the best strategy. You'll find the notes for this and every show with links to the free resources that I mention and the full archive of podcasts. They're over in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 549 called A Five-Point Checklist for How to Invest Money Wisely. Before we get into the checklist, I want to say a little bit about why stock picking is so risky. You've all probably heard about a day trader or a lucky friend who heard about a stock price that was going up and bought that stock and then sold it to make a lot of money. Yes, it can happen. But the problem with short-term investing is that a stock that looks so promising can reverse direction in an instant leaving you with a huge loss. If professional money managers, I mean, these are people who study company financials, stock movements, industry changes, and economic trends, if they can't predict whether a stock will go up or down, don't think that you can beat the market with any certainty. Betting on a stock's price is no different than spinning the roulette wheel at a casino. Yeah, it can be fun if it's budgeted as entertainment and you can afford to lose the money. But there's a big difference between gambling and using a long-term investing strategy to build wealth. If you need money for everyday living expenses now or in the future for retirement, I would not plunk down any money at a casino or on an individual stock. So let's review this five-point checklist so you can know if your financial foundation is strong enough to make a risky investment and how to create a more sustainable long-term plan to build wealth. So number one is, do you have an emergency fund? Your number one financial priority before doing anything else, such as investing or paying down debt, should be to accumulate an emergency fund. Having a cash cushion to fall back on can mean the difference between surviving a financial emergency, like losing your job or having an unexpected medical bill, or getting buried under that emergency. According to a recent study by employee benefits company Unum, nearly half of adults had less than $1,000 in savings. I don't want you to be part of that statistic. Devastating events are tough enough to handle without also being stressed about money. When you don't have a financial cushion to soften the blow of a large expense or a loss of income, you could end up going into debt. Having at least a couple months worth of living expenses and ideally a minimum of six on hand gives you a tremendous amount of peace. You'll know that you've got money to deal with just about any distressing situation that blows up in your life. If you don't have a healthy emergency fund sitting safely in a bank savings account, I want you to use every bit of your extra money to build one. Don't worry if your cash reserves earn little or even no interest in the bank. They're not supposed to. While it might be tempting to invest your cash cushion, I want you to stick to a low-risk FDIC-insured bank savings account so you can keep it safe from market volatility. The purpose of emergency savings is not to grow, it's to be accessible 
and liquid in the short term. If you invested it, the value could shrink to nothing the moment that you so desperately need it. Being financially responsible means that you're prepared for a day when bad luck may strike. Think of an emergency fund as an investment in yourself that ensures future financial safety and happiness. And here's an important tip. If you're struggling to build a cash reserve right now, automate the process by having a portion of your paycheck direct deposited into a savings account or transferring funds from your checking into a savings account. The second point on the checklist is, do you have any insurance gaps? In addition to using extra income to create a financial cushion in the bank, another critical way to protect yourself and those you love from something unexpected jeopardizing your financial security is having the right types of insurance. Without it, a catastrophic event like a health problem, natural disaster, or a death in your family could wipe out everything you've worked so hard to earn, save, and purchase. Drivers and homeowners with a mortgage must have auto and home insurance, but there are other types of voluntary insurance that can be quite affordable and give you incredible financial protection. One of them, of course, is health insurance. It's not always the most affordable, but I would say it's the most important coverage to have because any kind of medical issue or accident could leave you with a massive medical bill. Even a quick trip to the emergency room or a short hospital stay could cost thousands of dollars. So no matter the politics behind healthcare, going without a policy is a risk that you should never, ever take. Another policy to consider is disability insurance. This is an often overlooked coverage that every earner should have. What it does is give you a percentage of replacement income if you're not able to work due to a covered disability, illness, or accident. Remember that health insurance only pays a portion of your medical bills. It doesn't pay for living expenses like housing or food if you cannot earn money for an extended period. If you don't have disability coverage through work, or you do, but it's a very small amount, go ahead and purchase a policy and have enough emergency money set aside to tide you over until that coverage kicks in. Life insurance is another critical policy if your death would create a financial hardship for those you leave behind, like a spouse or kids. It can help put your children through college, pay off debt, or just provide daily living expenses. There are different types of policies, but the most common and least expensive option is term life, and that gives one or more of your beneficiaries a cash benefit if you die during a set period, such as 10 years or 20 years. And the last policy I'll mention is for everyone who is not a homeowner. I'm assuming that you're renting if you don't own your home. And renter's insurance is not a requirement, but it's one of the best financial safety nets you can have. Not only does it cover your personal belongings up to certain limits anywhere in the world, but you also get liability coverage if someone gets hurt in your rental or you hurt someone off the premises. And here's an important tip to remember. The average annual cost for a renter's policy is just $188 per year. That's an insurance bargain that no renter should go without. The third checklist point is, do you have any dangerous debts? After you've got emergency savings and insurance to cover your back, 
It's time to use extra money to pay down any dangerous debts. These might be expensive payday loans, credit cards, or car loans with an annual percentage rate that's 10% or higher, so anything in the double digits. In general, it's best to tackle your highest interest rate debt first because it's costing you the most, and paying it off gives you a higher return when compared to investing. I want you to leave your low-rate debts, like mortgages and student loans, very last for payoff. Don't worry about those now because they're relatively inexpensive and they come with a tax deduction on some or all of the interest you pay, which makes them cost even less on an after-tax basis. And here's an important tip. Getting out of dangerous debt quickly is so important because it allows you to reduce your interest expense and to save money that you can then put to better use. And to learn a lot more about some advanced strategies to tackle debt quickly and in the right order, I would love for you to join me in my newest online class, Get Out of Debt Fast. I'll tell you more about that at the end of the show. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me, this spring is pretty rough on allergies. Sometimes you just don't even want to go outside. But luckily for those that live with the symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in one pill that relieve your symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. It's a double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available. It relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, sinus congestion, and pressure with ease. Claritin D starts working fast, like as little as 30 minutes, and it's non-drowsy relief, so you still make the most of the day. If you're ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. You can find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. You want to ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom. And supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, Supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Okay, our fourth point for how to invest wisely is, do you contribute consistently to a retirement account? After you're prepared for the unexpected with savings and insurance, and you've cut any high-rate debt, your next financial to-do is to make consistent contributions to a tax-advantaged retirement account. If you're a regular Money Girl listener, you already know that contributing to a 401k, a 403b, or a 457 retirement plan at work is a great idea. These plans are loaded with benefits, including federal protection from creditors, tax-free contributions, 
tax-free investment growth, and free matching contributions from many employers. For 2018, you can contribute up to $18,500 or $24,500 if you're over age 50, and you can put that in a traditional or a Roth workplace retirement plan. Now, if you don't have a retirement plan at work, don't worry. Just about everybody is qualified to have a traditional or a Roth IRA. That's a great place to put your extra income. The money-saving tax benefits are comparable to a traditional or a Roth retirement account at work, so they stretch your dollar. For 2018, you can contribute up to $5,500 or $6,500 if you're over age 50 to either a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, or a combination of both types of accounts. However, unlike a Roth Roth 401k, a Roth IRA does have annual income limits, which makes high earners ineligible to make contributions. And if you want to learn more about what those limits are and the pros and cons of all these different types of retirement accounts that I've mentioned here, I created a handy one-page reference tool called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart. And you can get that by sending me a text message. Just text the word RETIRE, R-E-T-I-R-E, to the number 33444. Or you can visit the tools page at lauradadams.com and you'll get this download right away. I think it will give you a lot of clarification about different types of retirement accounts, which can be kind of confusing when you're just hearing about it on the show. If you have it downloaded in front of you and you review it, I think the differences will make a lot more sense. So start investing in a retirement account as soon as possible and increase your contributions every year until you're setting aside a minimum of 10% up to 15% of your gross income. Some investing firms allow you to automatically increase your savings rate 1% at the beginning of each year. If you authorize that, it'll just automatically do that increase for you. Let's say you're making $50,000 a year and you invest 10%. That would be about $400 a month. And you do that for four decades in a Roth IRA. Even earning a moderate 7% return on average, you would have over a million dollars to spend in retirement. And you can achieve impressive growth by investing in one or more diversified funds with your retirement account. And a diversified fund, as I mentioned, can be made up of hundreds or even thousands of underlying investments. That allows you to earn higher average returns while reducing risk because it's not likely that all your investments could drop in value at the exact same time. And here's an important tip. If you have more than 10 years to go before retirement, choosing a stock fund is typically a great choice for an optimal return on your investment. And our fifth and final point in this checklist is, What dreams do you want to fund? If you've got a handle on your emergency savings, insurance, dangerous debts, and retirement, then it's time to use extra income to fund your dreams. Maybe you've got your heart set on buying a home, traveling the world, starting a business, or going back to school. How you should invest outside of a retirement account depends on when you plan to spend the money. Money for your short-term goals should be handled differently then money for your long-term goals. Expenses that you plan to make in just a few years, like maybe buying a car or taking a vacation, 
should be saved, not invested. You're better off protecting that money from market volatility and potential loss by keeping it in a bank savings or maybe even a certificate of deposit called a CD. For dreams and financial goals that you want to achieve in five years or more into the future, that's when you want to use a taxable brokerage account or an investing account. Brokerage accounts don't come with any tax advantages. You will owe tax on all of the gains every single year. But unlike a retirement account, you can take withdrawals at any time without penalty. And the investments that you choose inside that brokerage account should be diversified. You want a mix of investments. They could be index funds, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds. And that's a much smarter option compared to picking just one stock to buy. Owning index funds is sometimes referred to as passive investing because those funds don't attempt to beat the market. They simply try to mirror its growth. They give investors a cost-effective way to own many investments without having to do time-consuming research. The S&P 500 index is a popular fund that owns small amounts of the 500 largest companies in the United States. So when you own just one share of the S&P 500 index, you become a part owner in all of those companies. While I don't recommend trying to beat the market, If you or our reader, Marquis, who sent in the question that prompted this show, have everything in place on this checklist that I've recommended, and again, it's accumulating a cash reserve, getting insured, eliminating dangerous debts, and contributing consistently to a retirement account. If you've done all of that, you could likely afford to swing for the fences by making a small, risky investment. But first, I would consider making what's called a simulated or a paper trade, where you practice without risking real money. Keeping track of a hypothetical investment allows you to see if you would have made or lost money. And after going through that exercise, if you're still hell-bent on buying a single stock, make sure to look into putting a stop loss on the purchase so that you have a protection on exactly how much money you could lose. Always be sure that your financial life won't suffer if you make a risky investment that doesn't work out the way you hope. And if you haven't made it through this checklist because you're still struggling with high interest debt, I want to help you. Check out my new online class called Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. You simply won't get different results with your money if you don't take different actions. So I want to invite you to take control of your finances by joining this super affordable class. You'll come away with a clear debt reduction plan to eliminate credit cards, student loans, medical bills, mortgages, or any debt you owe even if you don't have extra money to pay them off faster. To learn more, text the phrase debt course, that's D-E-B-T-C-O-U-R-S-E with no space, to the number 33444. And I'll send you an email that gives you 85% off. And I'd love for you to subscribe to my weekly email. Each week, I send out a free short email that's filled with some tips, recommendations, and tools that I think you might enjoy. To get that, just text get updates. Again, no space, get updates to the number 33444. Got a money question, feedback about the show, or ideas for future episodes? I would love to hear them. Visit lauradadams.com to email me. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. 
courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom, and supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.